0: THE FETCH by Dora Sigerson Shorter Read for LibriVox.org by Philippa Jevons February 2008, London What makes you so late at the trysting? What caused you so long to be? For a weary time I have waited from the hour you promised me. I would I were here by your side, love, full many an hour ago, For a thing I passed on the roadway all mournful and so slow. "'And what have you passed on the roadside that kept you so long and late? "'It is weary the time behind me since I left my father's gate. "'As I hastened on in the gloaming by the road to you to-night, "'there I saw the corpse of a young maid, all clad in a shroud of white. "'And was she some comrade cherished, or was she a sister dead, "'that you left thus your own beloved till the trysting hour had fled?' Oh, I would that I could discover, but never did see her face; And I knew I must turn and follow till I came to her resting place. And did it go up by the town path? Did it go down by the lake? I know there are but the two churchyards where a corpse its rest may take. They did not go up by the town path, nor stop at the lake by their feet. They buried the corpse all silently where the four cross roads do meet. "'And was it so strange a sight, then, "'that you should go like a child, "'thus to leave me wait all forgotten "'by a passing sight beguiled? Twas my name that I heard them whisper, "'each mourner that passed me by, "'and I had to follow their footsteps "'though their faces I could not see. "'And right well I should like to know now "'who might be this fair young maid, "'so come with me, my own true love, "'if you be not afraid.' "'It did not go down by the lakeside.' He did not go by the town, but carried her to the four cross roads, and there did set her down. Now, I see no track of a foot here, I see no mark of a spade, and I know right well in this white road that never a grave was made. And he took her hand in his right hand, and led her to town away. And there he questioned the good old priest, Did he bury a maid that day? And he took her hand in his right hand down to the church by the lake. "'and there he questioned the pale young priest "'if a maiden her life did take. "'But neither had heard of a new grave "'in all the parish around, "'and no one could tell of a young maid "'thus put in unholy ground. "'So he loosed her hand from his hand, "'and turned on his heel away, "'and, I know now you are false, he said, "'from the lie you told to-day. "'And she said, "'Alas, what evil thing did to-night my senses take?' She knelt her down by the waterside and wept as her heart would break, and she said, "Oh, what fairy sight then was it thus my grief to see I will sleep well neath the still water, since my love has turned from me, and her love he went to the northland and far to the south went he, and her distant voice he still could hear call weeping so bitterly. And he could not rest in the daytime, He could not sleep in the night, So he hastened back to the old road With the trysting-place in sight. What first he heard was his own love's name, And keening both loud and long, What first he saw was his love's dear face At the head of a mourning throng, And all white was she as the dead are, And never a move made she, but passed him by in her lone black pall, still sleeping so peacefully. And all cold was she as the dead are, and never a word she spake, when they said, unholy is her grave, for she her life did take. And silent she was, as the dead are, and never a cry she made, when there came, more sad than the keening, the ring of a digging spade. No rest she had in the old town church, no grave by the lake so sweet. They buried her in unholy ground, where the four crossroads do meet. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.